What is up, everyone? My name is Jacob Cooker, but my friends call me Cub, and you should too. Welcome to the Cub Cooker Supernatural Podcast. 444 on the clock for confirmation. Going live right on time today. If you never heard my podcast before, you're in it for a treat today. Every day on the Cub Cooker Supernatural Podcast, I discuss faith, spirituality, and the realms of the paranormal. And today is no different. In fact, we're going to be looking at some what's considered forbidden text. Today's episode is Sin Isn't Real According to This Forbidden Knowledge. This is the Cub Cooker Supernatural Podcast, episode number 342. I finally have got my systems back up and working today. I don't know if anybody else has been having crazy, weird internet glitches and blobs and all kinds of stuff. But I have. It has not been fun. Um, and as a creator, you know, it's it's been a huge headache. So, but uh, about to be switching uh, providers again, and uh, we're gonna have a better go at it. So, anyway, I really appreciate you guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you for your support. And and ninety five sixty seven. What is up, Constantine? Thank you for being here. Ray, thanks for joining. User seventy nine. Terra baby, thanks for being here. Lulu Tiger. Lulu said, I met Jesus and his lightning. Uh, never got to be big. Uh, awesome for you, my friend. Awesome. Uh, I'm glad that you got a chance to meet him. Um, and we're going to read some of the words from him today. Very interesting stuff. This is a non-religious podcast, so I'm not here to debate religion or dogma with anyone. Um, this is purely a supernatural podcast. This is all about uh the supernatural realms in fact my tagline uh being reality bending supernatural content um and i'll talk more about that as we go on here in the podcast but uh gonna be a great great episode i've got a lot of different verses to read today uh that i think will be very helpful to to really everybody understanding this so Reality bending supernatural content. Be an insider for more. I'll talk more about that here in a little bit um, as you guys are joining. You don't want to miss today. So pump this up, get some likes going, get this out there. Um, what I'm sharing with you today might it, not only will it be reality bending for you, but it could potentially be life changing for you. And when I say life changing, I mean this can set you free. Um, this will set you free from religion, from family, from dogma, from belief systems that limit you and hold you back. And I'm going to show you exactly how they use sin and the idea of sin against you every single day to literally farm billions and trillions of dollars out of people. And probably even more than that over the last 2000 years with the dogma of sin. And really to flash back and realize that, you know, sin has kind of been a part of a lot of different religious traditions for thousands of years, even before Christ. Uh, the idea that humanity fell or humanity had to give the gods something. Um, it was really like a peace offering when what did we really do wrong? And if you boil it back and you go, you look at uh, the Garden of Eden and you say, OK, well, it was Adam and Eve. They sinned. You know, Eve ate the apple. Like, let's blame the woman, right? Like, that just seems like the the most dogmatic thing we can do. Uh, well, okay, if you actually break that story down and you understand that that story in the Sumerian version of that, which is a pre-biblical version, 
the Sumerian, Akkadian, Babylonian, and the larger Mesopotamian mythologies. That is not what happened. They gained knowledge through a serpentine being, um, a.k.a. Anki, the reptilian, a.k.a. Anki, the god of the water, a.k.a. Anki, the god of Atlantis. We don't, you know, all of these different theories around that, uh, but he's clearly connected, at least in mythology, to all of these different places and times. Um, and so he was the one that enlightened and gave knowledge. There was no actual fruit. It was just realizing that, hey, they could procreate without the gods having to continue the genetic farm that had been laid out in Eden. And if you don't believe me, go read the Enuma Elish, read the Epic of Atrahasis, uh, read a bunch of the ancient mythologies. You can check that out in my free Anunnaki guide. I've got that available right here only through the podcast. You can go check that out. C-U-B-K-U-K-E-R.com slash A-N-U-N-N-A-K-I Anunnaki. Uh, like I said, this is the only place you can get that. Let me move my camera a little there for, for Facebook. I, I look like I'm slouching, but I'm not. I'm sitting all the way up. The camera just like moved for some reason. Let me let me fix that again. I guess it's the back of it here. Yeah, probably. Um, I was messing with equipment all day. So anyway, Tommy Lee, how are you, my friend? Uh, the invention of sin is the greatest sin. Absolutely, Alex. Absolutely. Peace be with everyone. Amen. Amen, my brother. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. What is up, Molly? Molly says, hey, family, how are you, my friend? I hope you're having a beautiful day. Thank you for joining, Molly. Y'all go scan that QR code on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter, and or X now, whatever you want to call it. Uh, and that's going to send you right over to my Anunnaki guide. You're going to get all the mythologies, the ancient mythologies included in that. Uh, I can't include the full mythologies because I don't own the rights to them, but I can put the names in there and you can go look them up. And then I do my breakdown of really what they mean, the different character archetypes, how they connect to the biblical canon, when they were written, stuff like that. So it's a great resource if you're really interested in digging into truth which if you're watching, you probably are. So very, very important that we all get good data as I talk about. So anyway, I've got our preacher man here today with the uh, stained glass reflecting on his skin. Um, and I have sat in many, many a dogmatic service listening to a preacher, a pastor, a well-meaning one, people that I love, people that I'm still friends with, uh, people that I still respect. Um, I can love and respect someone and completely disagree with their view of life. There is nothing wrong with that. You've been lied to and told that there is. There's nothing wrong with that. As long as you're respectful, loving, and kind, you can agree to disagree. And you can understand that, hey, we can get more data. We can look more into it. And we can ask them questions. The best way to disagree with someone is to ask them questions. They'll eventually understand where you're coming from if you ask them the right questions, better questions. And if your pastor says, well, just trust God, well, it's just the word of God, then get a new pastor. I'm sorry, but that is not a good excuse. That is not a good statement, and that is not good scholarly effort to give you better data, um, whether you're a member of a church or you have a friend that's a pastor, make them find the answer. Okay, well, why why is this in other mythologies? Why is it actually laid out? Uh, why is Original Sin a lie? If you've never heard of the book, Original Sin is a Lie, go check out my good buddy, Bob Peck. Bob Peck, my brother, Bob Peck, right here. Uh, he's on TikTok. He's on Facebook and YouTube and everywhere. I've done several episodes with him. I'm probably going to do another one before Christmas with him. 
great, great guy, an incredible scholar in my opinion. And he did his homework. He's got this whole book, Original Sin is a Lie. You can really go back to the beginning and look at how it was really added and really used as a control device. Uh, there's these story devices that you can add. And if you're a storyteller, you know what I'm talking about. It's a device in a story, whether you're making a movie, you're doing a podcast, you're doing um, you know, a Bible, a canon of religious material. You add a story device, and that story device, it's the kicker. What's the kicker? The kicker is, oh, by the way, you're sinful. Truth train for confirmation. But the kicker today is that there is no sin. Sin is literally a made-up concept, and especially in a quantum realm, and especially in the um, multiverse scenarios that we talk about a lot here, um, then sin is not even real, right? Uh, sin is literally a thing that we just do because we do it, because we agree to it. Uh, you know, why is it one man, it's a sin um, to, okay, it's a sin to drink one um, beverage, one beverage, one barley pop, if you will. Um, and for another man, it's a sin uh, to drink six of them or 12 of them. But for another man, it's not a sin at all uh, because it's literally uh, part of their agreement. Now, you might argue this. Well, there are certain things that are sins for everyone, like, you know, some of these big ones, right? Um, but again, when you get deeper into the Vedic teachings, you get deeper into this deep philosophical ideology, uh, the question begs, you know, what, what is right and what is wrong at a certain point? And I think that's the, that's the scariest question we can ask. Um, Aleister Crowley famously, famously said, do what thou wilt. Um, and now I'm not saying that's a great philosophy. Obviously it's caused a lot of people to do some, what we would consider pretty horrible things, right? Um, however, do what thou wilt really shows what the person is. It really shows what the character of the person is. And what I'm going to read today, we're actually going to look at, there is no sin, but there's all, there are people that are rooted in the good. And there are people that are rooted in darkness or evil. And there goes an eyelash in my eye. Um, if one's soul is an extension of God, what does it matter? Exactly, Gary. Exactly. Gary, love it, brother. Uh, great, great comment, my friend. Martin says, sin is a misunderstanding. It's believing we are separate from source. Nothing moral about it. Amen, brother. Um, and that is that is so true in my experience, guys. Uh, Jake says, God bless Cub. Thank you, my friend. Uh, but Martin, that is so true in my, my opinion. Sin is, the definition of sin is missing the mark. Um, and I actually wanted to look at the definition of sin here because it's not, it is not, it is not what we've been told. I'm telling you guys, it's, it's actually the, the craziest conspiracy is the fact that we don't even understand what words are. Um, and we start looking up things like the word sin. Um, and then we're like, wait a minute, that's not what that means. And so I was actually going to look this up here. Um, that is unclean. Da, 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 da. Where is it? If we say, yeah, okay. So we're gonna go to First John one eight. Now I want you guys to know before I jump into this. Again, this is not religious. I'm not here telling you you're sinful. I'm not here telling you you're going to the fiery pit. I don't care what you do. I don't care how you live. Um, that's up to you. Okay, you're the one building karma, not me. 
so if you want to build, you know, negative karma against yourself and your family line, that's up to you. You may go, wait a minute, what does that have to do with the Bible? Well, I'm telling you guys, Jesus taught us how to burn karma. Jesus taught us how to be enlightened and how to create a body of light for ourselves and ascend to the spiritual father or the quantum realm to break free of the three-dimensional matrix. I personally believe that's what he was teaching. Um, and I have a lot of data to back that up, a lot of metaphysical data, a lot of data out of India and Nepal, a lot of data that predates the Bible by thousands and thousands and thousands of years. Um, and that really what's been going on is, um, you guys know I'm a big ancient astronaut theorist here. Uh, I believe it's, it's a very good explanation for everything. If it literally happened, if not, then we at least have an esoteric representation of the self. And we can still look at scripture and understand that this uh, Old Testament God is a God of the flesh, self-proclaimed God of the flesh. When you quit serving the God of the flesh, then you can step into the Luciferian ideology, not the cult. Okay, when I say Luciferian, I'm talking about the idea of Lucifer being the light bearer, bringing the light of the soul back to the self. It's when the ego decides to deprogram and let the am in the I am shine forward. Uh, ego exist in Greek is the word I am. Ego exist is literally what it means. So you have your ego, which is your programmed view of reality and self. Um, it's Martin, the dot, 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 Martin the clown on uh, Halloween. Martin, the, the guy wearing an awesome hat right now. Um, in November, that's the different versions, the different updates and archetypes of the ego that we can choose to represent the true self, which is the am or the existence and the awareness of existence and self-awareness that you even exist is one one of the things that 99.99% of people are not aware that they exist. In fact, if you stop and breathe and you go, I exist it will throw you into an existential crisis. If you begin to know yourself on the level of existence rather than ego, you will go into an existential crisis almost immediately. Now, how do you work through that? Well, you take it, you get good at it, you get good with that really uncomfortable feeling, you work on honing it in and having more of that in your life, perfecting the ability to find that feeling of I exist, like I'm, I'm in existence. I'm not in existence. I am existence. And then you start programming your ego to represent that gnosis and that awareness of that. Uh, Infinity blog says uh, flesh God sounds dope. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Rastafarian is better though. Yeah, Rastafarianism is is pretty rad. Uh, Christianity is rad. Judaism is rad. Islam is rad. Every everything is guys. I don't have an issue with anyone claiming a religion or a tradition or following any of that. But what I do have an issue with is not asking questions. Um, if you got questions, ask them and you should find answers to them. Well, Cubs, some of the things you're talking about, I can't find answers to. There's no way to prove it. There's no way to prove it, but there's a way to experience it. And that's the thing we've given up on getting answers. Uh, we're at 33 right here on TikTok. Thank you guys. Love the number 33 ascended master right there. Appreciate that. Um, so just remember, guys, you may not be able to prove it, but you can experience it. How can you prove that you're God? You cannot prove to another person that I am God or God is me, but you can experience it. When you have God realization, it changes your whole life. 
you, you, you see right through every system of dogma and control. Um, and I'm not saying that the average person that goes and sits in a pew on Sunday and seeks deeper and seeks to genuinely find and connect with the divine, I'm not saying that they are in on the conspiracy and I'm not saying that they're brainwashed. What I'm saying is the masses as a whole for 2000 years and even before that have chosen to cast their crowns at the feet of someone else rather than at the feet of the self. Okay? And I'm not talking about Cub that's made a lot of mistakes here. I'm talking about the true being within me, the fact that I have spirit within me, the fact that I am I'm an eternal being, like I'm energy. What the heck? How, that is insane, guys. Like that is insane. Um, I just don't. I don't even understand most days how I can even exist. And that's really where the ego begins to take a back seat. And you're like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Something, something ain't right here. All of a sudden, it doesn't matter if you're Baptist or Methodist or Catholic or you're Buddhist or uh, you are. Um, you know, Jew, uh, Jewish or any any of the traditions, it doesn't matter. In that moment, you are, you exist, and existing is God. That is God. God is the the power to live and to think and to have consciousness and awareness. That is insane, guys. That is insane. Thank you, Teresa. Teresa says, "Cub on fire." This cub is on fire. Thank you very much. Don't judge my singing today. But I appreciate it. What's up, Alexandra Padilla? How are you doing, my friend? I love that you guys, I got a lot of people that watch me that I know personally, and I really appreciate you guys. I want you to know I see you. I appreciate you. I love you deeply. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I know you don't comment a lot, and that's totally cool because I also understand that, you know, we live in the Bible Belt. And I've got a lot of people that live right here in the Bible Belt with me that watch my show every week. Lisha, thank you so much. Lisha reads. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I appreciate the sick, the sticker, the super sticker, five euros. Thank you so much, my friend. Really appreciate all of our friends and family overseas. God bless you, my friend. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. If you have a question, uh, Lisha, drop it down below. I'd love to answer that live here. Uh, can I summarize my belief of God? Um, let me first off, take you back to the beginning. I'm a homeschool kid right here, pulled out of school right before third grade, thrown into homeschooling into what is largely considered at this point in my life to be a homeschool cult. Lots of friends still that have deconstructed from that, had a lot of issues with the trauma that they went through in that group of people that we were a part of. Um, we jumped around a little bit and ultimately just kind of kept finding ourselves in these these groups that wanted us to do stuff like burn video games and books um, and not read or watch certain things, you know, huge Disney boycott at one point during that. Um, and guys, I'm talking about trauma here. This is real religious trauma. Again, nothing against anyone if you're religious, but I got to say, this is my experience and I'm allowed to talk about my experience in love and respect to others and tell you what I believe. And that's what I do on this show. I believe in the supernatural. When you ask me, do I believe in God? I believe in the supernatural. I believe in the source. I believe in the quantum intelligence, father, mother, and child, aka energy, wave, and particle, respectively. I believe in that because it's the only thing that I can scientifically plug in. It's also the only thing that I can metaphysically plug in. It's also the only thing that I can mythologically plug in. 
what what does that even mean, right? Okay, Cub's just spitting a bunch of words right now. What that means is I like it when God can be quantified by modern science, ancient mythology, and personal experience, okay? And I actually believe that it can, yes, it, not he, okay? Not this thing that you see in the Old Testament or in the ancient myths. What, where is God represented in those ancient myths? It's actually better to see where God is not represented because all of those ancient myths are speaking of uh, either tulpas, which are people created their own gods, or they're speaking of um, what we consider to be ancient astronauts coming down as people from another planet, time, or place that are literally visiting Earth and decided to terraform, genetically modify, create workers for themselves, and eventually become worshipped as gods. The idea of a god does not even exist, okay? We have it in every culture dating back for thousands of years, yet everyone calls them something different. The idea of a god is not even a real thing. Um, it's, It's what we put on it. Ye are gods and the scriptures cannot be broken is what Jesus told them back in his time. Um, And he's telling you that now, I personally believe, which means um, if we are were created by them, then we have kinship with them. And that does not make us slaves to them or worshipers of them. It means that we are arm in arm as gods with them. We are Bana Elohim, which is the sons of God, the sons and daughters of God. Literally, right from the beginning, um, all of these mythologies talk about beings coming out of the heavens, down to earth creating hybrid lines of human, uh, animalistic humans and the gods to create more and more evolved intelligent beings, some of which uh, accidentally because they, you know, just did did natural interbreeding without the genetic modifications. If you read the mythologies and if you look at people like uh, Zachariah Sitchin, he did a ton of scholarly work on this. A lot of people disagree with his work. That's fine. I personally really dig it. I've read a lot of it, and it really holds up with what I've personally looked into. So with that said, what do we even do with this idea that sin doesn't exist? Um, let's see. Okay, Jason. I don't know. where Molly just responded to Jason, but I didn't see a comment from Jason. I don't know why. I don't get all the comments on here. Okay, there we go. Jason says, uh, mainly P. Hall wrote about Lucifer, the Lightbringer. He stated that the Lightbringer also brings shadow, which is the false darkness. Uh, interesting. Very, very interesting. Yeah, yeah. And um, <laughs> there's a book on the shelf right now. Probably going to go pick it up before Christmas because I need it. Um, it's uh, mainly P. Hall's uh, The Secret Teachings of All Ages. And it's this huge esoteric codex of all of his teachings um i've largely stayed away from it for a long time just because it kind of freaked me out early on because it's super esoteric and occult knowledge but the more comfortable i get with stuff like that the more i realize those are those are the devices those are the story devices the mental devices the emotional devices that we use to navigate these realms of these ancient texts and there's nothing evil you know about it it's it's really just um, it's imagery, it's archetypes, it's mythological characters, and it's a deeper understanding of what it means to be human, right? Um, just like any sacred text is. Um, and I'm not saying that Secret Teachings of All Ages is a sacred text so much, since it's not um, from what we would consider antiquity. It's from like the last 300 years. But 
Um, really, really interesting book. So, uh, J uh, Jason says, yes, I have it. Get it. Awesome. Good. Thank you very much. That's going to be on my Christmas list. So, um, if you want to buy me a Christmas present, you can hit up my website at cubcooker.com. You can join our membership. I'm about to jump in deep right now. I want to let you guys know between now and Thanksgiving, I've got a sale going on. If you want to join and become a mythos insider, get access to our community, our live meetups, and the bonus videos all right there on my platform on cubcooker.com. It's away from social media. It's our own private community. We've got a great grassroots community over there. Uh, there's not too many people that you get lost, uh, but not so few people that you can't have a conversation. So we've got a really good core, a base group of people over there. Um, if you're looking to connect deeper, you can start for only seven bucks monthly. You can also do the yearly option there. And I'm going to give you two months free. Yes, two months free. If you join the yearly option, you can get the yearly option for only 70 bucks right now. So go grab it on the website. You can buy me that book that I need to teach better content, right? Um, so appreciate you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, every membership supports me, but ultimately every membership supports you. It's the thing that I get to have more access to you. You got people all the time message me, private message me. You can private message me over there. You can ask questions in the chat. There's a 24-7 chat box going on over there that I actually see, okay? I actually look at that app before anything else, morning, noon, and night. I connect over there. I drop videos that I don't drop on social media over there. It's a fantastic patron membership. Please consider joining it. Um, and I've got people literally thank me when they sign up. So I'm going to thank you now for joining. Scan that QR code. Grab yourself a spot there. I'll bring that up a little bit more later in the broadcast as well and answer any questions that anyone has. So I think we need to understand universal laws more, Seven says. Absolutely, my friend. I agree. Leslie says, peace. Leslie, thank you, my friend. Peace to you. Deanna says, yes. Um, Miss Universe, welcome. Thanks for being here. Um, Honeybee, welcome. Hi, Honeybee. How are you? I hope you're having a beautiful day. So we're going to get in and read now. I'm going to look at, I'm going to look at a bunch of biblical stuff and this is not to get religious at all. Um, this is just to look at the context of, of the extra biblical text that we're going to look at here and see that it may not be as far off as we think it is. Um, so we're going to look at Matthew 15, 11. This is Jesus talking and he says, a man is not defiled by what enters his mouth, but by what comes out of it. Um, and the word stomatos, stomatos, Strong's 4750 in the Greek is the mouth, speech, eloquence in speech, or the point of a sword. So it's talking about using the words. Uh, there's an old Hebrew saying called abracadabra, abracadabra, meaning I create as I speak. And this verse here in Matthew 15, 11 is, is alluding exactly to that fact of abracadabra that, hey, it's not that you eat, um, you know, something that's against dietary law. It's not that you do something that's considered sin. It's what you speak into creation because you are judged first and foremost by what you create into this reality. And if you just hole up and try to hope maybe possibly that you can be saved through some sort of Messiah, 
then you're not actually creating into the matrix. You're not actually creating beauty, the kingdom of God, life, opportunity, abundance. You're not bearing the fruit, okay? Jesus said you will know a fruit by, or you will know a tree by its fruit. You also know a fruit by its tree, right? You'll know a tree by its fruit. What does that even mean? It means that you want to know if that's a good tree. You want to know if that's a good church. You want to know if that's a good teacher online. You want to know if that's a good creator. You want to know if that's a good friend. Look at their fruit. Look at what they've created. Look at the community they have. Look at the love they offer. Look at the things they do for a community. Look at the things that are actually bearing fruit on them and around their life. Guys, if people did this, my theory is that probably 80% of the churches in the United States would be empty tomorrow if people did that. Think about that. If people actually took a roll call of what's the fruit, what's actually happening to change people's lives. I'm not talking about, I had an experience with the Lord at the altar. Okay, that's an emotional trigger. I can do that to you during this. That's called sales. That's called sales. That's why I've got Mr. Pastor over here today next to me. Okay, this isn't against any specific pastor, but we all know those big mega TV, internet, whatever, private jet people, pastors. Okay, I don't have a problem with a pastor having a private jet. But what I do have a problem with is the fact that they are selling experiences and then there's people camped out in homeless tents all around the city right outside that said church. That's a problem, guys. It's a problem right here in my town. It's a problem in your town. It's a problem everywhere, okay? Churches are supposed to be a place of resource, love, light, unity, abundance, blessing, supposed to be an outreach, right? Not, oh, we also have an outreach in a ministry. Guys, trust me, I know how the sausage is made. Okay, the ones and zeros are what drive the machine, okay? And it is a machine. And I mean that nicely and lovingly. I'm not talking about anyone specific, okay? I've been in marketing for a very long time. I've worked with companies, organizations. I now work for myself completely. So thank you for the support. Um, I've chosen to use my gifts for, for this, okay? Not on someone else, but for this, to make sure I reach you every single day, every single week, to make sure that I get this message out. Because there's literally someone there today. Thank you, honeybee, for the alien. By the way, on TikTok, we got a new goal. Uh, you just reminded me. Thank you. We're at eight of a thousand of these little aliens. By the way, a thousand, you make more than that in a day going to your job. And um, I pay a ton of money every month just to keep this thing running here. My content, all of this community going. So if you guys want to just do something like one time, you can do on Facebook. Uh, they've got a thing called Stars on Facebook now, by the way. Super, super cool. You can drop stars, and uh, when you go select a star, um, it, it's actually under the gifting option there. You can pick a different type of gift that you want. So you got uh, stars on Facebook, but there's all kinds of different gifts. Once you click under the stars, you can pick your level of gift. Then you can do gifts on TikTok, supers on YouTube. We already got a super today. Thank you so much, my friend, for the super. Um, you can do like stickers or super chats or super thanks. They call them something different. This is just a way to tip your waiters, right? I'm here serving up content. 
throw me a tip. Okay. If you feel like this had value for you today, if it's a dollar, five dollars, ten dollars, fifty dollars, whatever you think, drop some love. Okay, these little aliens over here cost you five cents a piece. Um, and then you just pick the levels that you want on everything. You don't have to do an alien. You can do the fire or the hearts or the roses or whatever you want. But I really, really appreciate that. That actually tells these algorithms, hey, Cub's on fire today. He's getting tips. Push this out to more people. This is a good stream, okay? It's just like liking something, but it's like power liking something. So when I get tips, the platforms, they take a little cut, which I'm totally cool with. But I get a good chunk of that. So it actually financially helps me. And it's kind of like boosting the power of my message and my content, really getting it out to the algorithms. So thank you. Thank you, Melissa. Thank you, Honeybee. Uh, thank you, Jamie, th so much. I really, really appreciate you guys. Thank you. Thank you, Jamie. God bless you, my friend. Uh, Y'all are awesome. Back the truck up. Get that bar. You can see the, the goal over there. Uh, get that bar up to 1,000. That is not that much, guys. I know we can do that with the amount of viewers we have today. So thank you guys. Um, all right. So what we're going to do, Kimberly says, much love from the worldwide uh, water tribe in the sacred healing water sanctuary in the Appalachian Mountains of Burnsville, North Carolina. What is up, Cub Tribe? Kimberly says, thank you, my friend. Hi, puppy dog. Go away, puppy dog. I got my puppy dogs today. Uh, this is uh, our little puppy dog, Marvell. And uh, she decided, I think, probably that it's dinner time because it took me a while to stream today. Um, but anyway, she's going to have to wait. So uh, Honeybee said, I had to purchase more coins. Thank you, Honeybee. I appreciate you. Honeybee is one of our top gifters here. And I really appreciate that. Honeybee definitely has a badge here on TikTok for us. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, all right. So let's look at sin. What is sin? So Jesus is literally talking here. It's talking about it's not what enters your mouth, okay? But what comes out of it, okay? Uh, so very, very interesting there. Uh, a lot of different interpretations on that. Now I'm going to get to the core text day that I promised I would. This is from the Gospel according to Mary Magdalene, okay? And this is a very, very highly debated verse, but I think that it holds a lot of water when you really start uh, to break it down and think about what might it actually mean and how does that apply to everyday life. So I'm going to start, first off, Gospel According to Mary Magdalene. It's part of the Berlin Codex. It's a Gnostic Codex. Um, this was uh, discovered in the late 19th century, somewhere near Akmin in Upper Egypt. Uh, purchased in Cairo in 1896 by German uh, scholar, Dr. Karl Reinhardt. You probably heard of him. Um, anyway, so yeah, it's a super old script. Um, and I call it a script because these are all scripts. Are you going to follow the script? Are you going to read the script? Uh, are you going to play out the scene that's in the script, right? Some of the scripts, we look at them and we go, no, I don't want to play that scene out. Um, but that's why it's called script. Sure, scripture, script. So in chapter four is actually where it starts out here because it's missing a bunch of it. We're actually missing in the manuscript pages one to six of the manuscript. Got to remember these are on papyrus and that degrades over time. Even though it was buried in the sand, you still have water damage from, you know, uh, a lot of different uh, rainy seasons and stuff like that, you know, gets to them. So not all of them survive. There's a lot of rot and dry rot on them. But this starts on page uh, six, 
which is going to be chapter four. So chapters one to three are lost. Says the Savior said, all nature, all formations, all creatures exist in and with one another, and they will be resolved again into their roots. Now, I talked about this the other day, and this is really, really important. Um, and I'm rereading it because what we're about to read actually ties into this. And this is the idea that, again, none of this is real. Everything has a root that it's existing from, right? Um, if you think about a video game, and I did a whole Matrix Theory video yesterday. I think it was yesterday. I don't know. This week has, has just blurred together. What's up, Shane? Thank you. I'm going to read your comment in a second. Um, Matrix theory, you know, is the idea that um, your biological unit is a biological AI running a consciousness program in this physical matrix. And then when you're unalived, really that program just shuts down um, and your true consciousness is still aware, very aware. It's just it doesn't have an avatar to attach to and it has to either reincarnate and go through the process of, of birthing and growing and pain and sickness and all those things and, and go through that again. Or you can join the universal energy again if you're enlightened and you can choose to come back at some point. My gosh, that train. Hello. I uh, hope they're happy with themselves because that just sounded like someone showing off. Um, anyway, truth train for confirmation there. I guess that was the confirmation. Um, I swear I'm getting confirmation lately that I am in a matrix because I'm kind of like, I'm all amped up and fired up. And like, I feel like I'm like, you know, rah, going into, you know, going into like uh, super, super mode here, super cub mode. And it just feels like the demons are coming out. Like, that's what it feels like lately. So maybe we got to purge the demons and that's why they're acting up. Thank you for the train. Thank you. Thank you, honeybee. That truth train. Choo-choo. Appreciate it. We're at 45 of a thousand. We're almost a tenth of a way there, guys. Thank you. Please share this live stream. Drop some hearts. Let's get it up to 10,000 likes over here. Really helps us on TikTok. Um, and guys, they're always threatening to take that away. So be sure and follow me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Threads, YouTube. Uh, the main places I'm going to be streaming, obviously, YouTube and Facebook. So hit me up over there. Make sure you lock it down on there as a follower just so you don't miss a beat you never know what's going to happen to these platforms so the more we spread out the love the better so if everything's dissolving into its own root what does that really mean you know if you imagine a tree you cut down the top of it a lot of times it comes back it's still rooted into life right and what i think this is really talking about is are you rooted into the good into life into light or are you rooted into the darkness into unalivement into ignorance really it boils down to knowledge and ignorance you know are you aware are you awake or are you asleep at the wheel if you're asleep at the wheel then you're probably going to reincarnate uh, reincarnate um if you're awake then i believe that you're going to have a choice and that seems to be what all of these ancient traditions are talking about though we see that they've been added to and you know some of these systems of reincarnation are so complex and it's like really you know I try to boil it down simply to, do you get it or do you not get it? And are you practicing spirituality or are you not? Um, because if you're practicing it, it means that you claim authority over it. And I'm going to share with you guys a mantra that I say over and over and over and over. I say it every morning. I'm going to give it to you guys today and it will change your life if you start practicing this. It's absolutely incredible. So thank you so much for the gifts. I appreciate you guys. 
Okay. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. Peter said to him, since you have explained everything to us, tell us this also. What is the sin of the world? The Savior said, there is no sin. But it is you who make sin when you do the things that are like the nature of sin. Hmm. Interesting. And he actually gives a specific example here. I can't even say, I mean, it's it's a scripture, but I can't say it on live because it's one of those no-no words that you can't say on live. I don't know why. It's just on the list. You can go read it. But basically, uh, when you do something that is that is like the nature of blank, which is called sin. Um, I'll use the word cheating. Okay, you could cheat on a test, you can cheat on a loved one, you can cheat on whatever, right? Um, and so basically, he's saying, um, it is you who make sin when you do the things that are like the nature of cheating, which is also called sin. So what would that be? Like, if you're going to basically, you're going to step out on God. You step out on God by replacing the all-encompassing universal energy and interest with an icon, with a savior, with a messiah, with a version of God that you're comfortable with, rather than just knowing it intimately and living within it and knowing that that's enough. Like, why are we not literally married to this universal energy rather than we're stepping out on it. Oh, I need a better vision of Jesus. I need a white Jesus. I need a black Jesus. I need a space Jesus. I need this prophet. I need that prophet. I need Lord Anki. I need Yahweh. I need this. I need that. You guys get what I'm saying? Yeah, a video game, a cell phone. Those are all icons. Those are. All, I got to get the answer here. I'm going to go here for the answer. Jesus said the kingdom of God is within you. It does not come with visible signs. He said no one has seen God at any time. No one has seen God at any time. No, no, no. Our prophets did. You don't understand. Thank you for the gifts, Melissa. Hey, y'all don't let Melissa be the only one giving gifts over here. We got a bunch of people watching. Y'all drop some gifts. If you're still on here, let's go. I mean, I do this for free. I'm going to keep doing it for free, but don't let Melissa be the, the sole funder of this. I mean, otherwise we're going to have to get her a sponsor badge over here. Thank you, Melissa. I appreciate you, my friend. So think about it like you're stepping out on God. You're cheating on God. Rather than having a marriage and a unity with the universal consciousness. Thank you, Benjamin. Appreciate you, my brother. Having a marriage and a unity with this universal consciousness, this infinite quantum energy, energy, wave, and particle, and having a union there with that, a family, if you will, you're stepping out on that saying, no, no, Jesus is God. No, Muhammad is God. No, Krishna is God. No, Buddha is God. No, I am God. They are God. This is God. No, I need this. I got to have that. Well, you better do this. You better do No, stop the madness. I'm going to tell you guys something. Most people who have met an enlightened being have judged them as being haughty, as being aloof, as being 
standoffish. You meet an enlightened being and you're like, what's wrong with them? Oh, they don't believe in my version of God. Oh, they don't go to church. They think they can find God in nature. That's weird. Yeah, I like nature too, but I think God created it. He made it with his hands. Guys, I'm regurgitating stuff I heard growing up over and over and over. And then I still hear over and over and over. Did God make the mountains and the trees? Only as much as it's the energy, the wave, and the particle that even make up what you're seeing. Sure, he made it. Did he stand there with his hands and do this? No, the idea that we have that God made us with his own two hands comes from the word Elohim, which means the gods who fashioned us, who were scientists, if you take the stories literally, if you take them esoterically, that we still have no clue how we got here. No clue. But the idea of a sky daddy, a bearded man on a cloud, fashioning us out of clay and breathing life into us. Guys, that's straight myth. That is straight myth. Yet you've bought it hook, line, and sinker your entire life. And what it is, what has it done to serve you? It's done nothing other than confuse you. When you're building on data that is incomplete and completely unknowable, where do you go with that? So the only place I can go with that is say, if we were created by God, A, it was not just one God, it was the gods, and they weren't actually gods, they were ancient astronaut scientists who came down and decided to take a monkey on this planet, splice that genome with theirs, create a chimera, which is us. If you've ever heard that word, oh, we're creating chimeras now, we're trying to cross human DNA and animal DNA. Guys, it's been done before. If you take the myths literally, and I'm talking about the myths, including the book of Genesis, because thank you guys, just got a notification. Thank you so much. Appreciate y'all. Um, if you take it literally, guys, then we're already chimeras. If you don't take it literally, then we still don't know where we came from. You know, it's, it's still a myth. We still don't know. Um, you know, evolution partly, yet they know at some point, like our DNA was like kinked or edited or something. There was like some weird jump. Um, and more and more and more scientists are starting to say that. Go look it up. Don't take my word for it. I'm not a scientist. I'm not here to give you scientific data. I just love science. I'm a nerd when it comes to science. I'm like a super amateur nerd with science, science fiction, um, I love reading every article that NASA puts out and looking at all the pictures. I also love reading all of the Marvel comics I can. So like, you know, don't take me at face value. Go look. What's up, Mike Vincent? How are you, my friend? Uh, go, go look into it for yourself. Read the ancient myths. Look at scholarly scientific papers coming out now. Read things on quantum physics, the nature of our universe, the nature of thought. Go look into Matrix Theory. Also, go watch the Matrix movies. Start to put it together. You're smart enough. Go put things together. I'm going to shut my door. Because these dogs are getting really loud now. And I would like to be focused on what I'm doing. Uh, dude, awesome. Mike says, I picked up more Spawn comics recently. Good for you, my friend. That is awesome. Uh, I've actually decided, and I know this is just a random, ridiculous thing for me to do. But I, I'm going to do it because I love it. I've decided to start collecting physical comic books. I am working on a P.O. box. I will have a P.O. box set up. Oh my gosh, my dog came back in. 
I got to get the lock on my door fixed because my house is settled. <coughs> um, I've decided to start collecting comic books. So one of our members owns a comic book store who's part of our mythos community. Um, thank you, my brother. Haven't seen him in a while, but he's going to be sending me an awesome, awesome edition um, of one of my absolute favorite comics from Marvel. So I'm very, very excited for that. And I'm actually going to let that like start my comic book collection. So I'm about to get a P.O. box. If anybody has ones that they want to send me, uh, I'm going to display them all on the wall and just like cover my wall and frame them, uh, the ones that are rare. And then I've got this little rack over here. You probably see this. Uh, I don't know if you can on the iPad or not, but it's like perfect to put comic books in. So I'm going to like, you know, organize them in there. Uh, it'll be pretty cool. So uh mike i'm pretty sure he has an online store um you can go look him up uh it's merle cantrell is one of our members and and he does have an online i think it's online i'm not sure i know it's physical but you can reach out to him uh maybe get him some business so um but i'm really really proud of what he's doing we have a lot of business owners in the community by the way a lot of people who have side hustles and a lot of people that are full-time with it uh, so our community is not just spiritual supernatural woo-woo stuff we got a lot of hustlers out here. Like we got a lot of people that are, they're like, uh, we're going to better our lives. We're going to create generational wealth for our families. We're going to claim our destiny guys. That's what I'm doing. Okay. It ain't always easy. I, I probably deal with more crap than anybody does because of the nature of what I do. I'm, I trigger things like spirits. I trigger things like energies, things like consciousnesses that, uh, don't like what I'm doing all the time. Right. Like, and I felt that all day. Um, you know, I'm feeling it now with my dog deciding to chew on a toy loudly in here and the train going off and my internet going out all day. And like, it stacks up, but I'm going to tell you right now, I've become a master transmuter of energy. Okay. It's what I'm here to do. When I get negative energy like that, I go, Oh, it just boils me over and heats up my inner fire because I'm like, if you're going to cut my energy off from here, I know exactly where to draw energy from, and it's from the universal source, from that fire of God that burns within me, okay? And I'm going to tell you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, Adam Shaw, coolcomics.com. Is, uh, Adam, is that Merle's shop? Um, if it is, yeah, post it. Thank you, thank you. Uh, let me know. I'd love to, love to hook up uh, our member. And Adam, what's up, brother? Good to see you, my friend. Really glad you're on today. I'm a little bit later than normal, but again, it's a good thing to get out to our community at different, different times. So, okay. Yeah. Adam says, yes, it's cool. C-O-O-L comics, C-O-M-I-C-S.com, coolcomics.com. Um, and that would be Merle's store. So yeah, go check out what he has. Uh, thank you, Adam, for posting it. Uh, appreciate you, my brother. So I think, and I want to know what you guys think. Y'all let me know in the comments. I think, and I'm about to share with this, what I believe this means, um, and I'm going to just drop it out there. I believe that this means that when you do things like literally replace the universal source within you and you're stepping out on it, um, that's sin. It's separation. It's literally, um, it's literally, uh, missing the mark. And I'm going to look up the word. Um, da, 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 that was one Paul saying. Okay, yeah. Sin comes from Hamaraton. Hamaraton. Uh, Strong's Greek 266, which is a sin or failure 
properly meaning missing the mark, hence guilt, sin, a fault, failure, a sinful deed. Um, and again, why are we like inherently originated with this? I, I don't know. I don't know where that's written. I mean, I see that it's written a lot of places, but I don't know why. Like, you know, why do we have to be born? What kind of system makes you sinful in the first place? Rather than you're out of vibration, I can see it easily as like, I'm out of vibration with God. I'm out of alignment with God. I need to get myself, my chakras, my God source in alignment. Guys, that takes work. We can all say, well, I'm going to go through Jesus or I'm going to go through this. or I'm going to go through that. Like, that's fine. I mean, whatever you need to do is cool. But I'm telling you, it takes a lot more work and you have a lot more satisfaction. And you have a lot more fullness when you say what I'm about to share with you. And uh, what I'm about to share with you, I think will change a lot of lives today. Um, and it's my mantra that I share every morning. I'm going to drop it out there for you real quick. Um, our leveled up membership. I shared our Mythos membership earlier. If you'd love to become a member, but you're like, hey, I really want to do more to support Cub and also want more value, you can join our Charisma Insider membership. That's our second level tier. That's our leveled up tier um, of our membership that supports what I'm doing here. You're going to get access to the same perks you do in the Mythos community with the community, the meetups, the bonus vids, but also you get access to my academy, my academy has hundreds and hundreds and hundreds, literally more videos than you can count, uh, tons of different courses, individual courses, things on quantum manifesting, things on how to read different mythologies, how to program yourself, your mind, your body, your spirit. Guys, this is a full mystery academy. This is my version of like a mystery school. Um, and it is it is not for the faint of heart. It is a lot. There's a lot of content in there. But if you're serious about stepping into that warrior status, this is the place to go. If you're like, man, I wish Cub could mentor me. Charisma membership, only 27 bucks a month right now on sale. I'm giving you guys that price before we shift our offer for the holidays. So all the way up to Thanksgiving, you can grab this. Go jump over there. You can scan the QR code. If you're not on the platform where you can see the QR code, you can go to the description down below or go to my profile, my bio, link in bio, all the stuff. C-U-B-K-U-K-E-R.com. C-U-B-K-U-K-E-R.com. By the way, you can cancel anytime. Okay. Like I'm, I don't hold you. Um, you can also, for this, if you want to get two months free and just pay up front and you don't have to worry about a monthly thing. You can get it for 270 bucks for the year. That's under 300 bucks. It's going to be one of the best value uh, mystery academies out there for you guys. Um, and it's all my, it's all my curriculum. I wrote everything. I produced everything. I shot all the videos. It's me teaching everything. If you like my brand and you want to go much deeper with what I'm doing, go check out what I'm teaching in Charisma over there in the Cub Cooker Supernatural Academy. Go check it out. Thank you guys for the support. And that one, I promise you will thank me. I promise you will thank me. Um, I've never had to do a refund. I've never had to do, I don't technically offer refunds, but I've never had anybody be unhappy with it. Um, very, very grateful for everybody uh, that, that supports that. But again, for all the comments that I get, our reviews are incredible. They are fantastic. I'm looking for a good way to put the reviews online uh, without just, covering the website. I've got so many fantastic reviews. 
trying to figure out a good subtle way to throw them on the website. So if you're unsure in joining and you want some reviews, let me know. I'll send you real reviews from real customers, real members in there. And, uh, you know, if you have any questions, you can ask our community. Anybody in the chat at any given time, we have our members in the chat. So um, just ask him anything, you know, and and they'll tell you. They'll tell you, hey, is Cub actually a nice guy? Yeah, uh, he's a nice guy. Hey, is Cub actually get on the calls on the weekend? Yeah, Cub actually does. Hey, is is the are the videos actually challenging, you know, in the academy? Yeah, they're very challenging. Yeah, it's, it's really a lot of uh, deep self-work to do in that. But it's also a lot of fun. It's also a lot of fun if you're into uh, self-work like I am. I'm addicted to it. That's why I have an academy. Um, it's my outlet, so I love it. But so here's my mantra. Uh, I'll leave that QR code up. Merle, dude, I'm so glad you're here. Okay, Merle, is your website coolcomics.com? We got some comic book buffs in the chat today. I just wanted to pump you up if I could. And my PO box is on the way, by the way. Um, I will have that by Christmas, and I will make sure that you can send me what you were going to send me. And other people wanted to send me stuff. I'm starting a comic book collection. Really excited to be doing that. So, yes. Oh, coolcomicsonline.com. Coolcomicsonline.com. Don't go to coolcomics.com. It's coolcomicsonline.com. So go check that out. Uh, that is Merle. Thank you, Merle, brother. Love you, man. I hope you're doing well today. Um, so this is the big kicker, guys. Is sin even real? Um, and I think that the answer today, you know, in my experience of it is, yeah, I've done a lot of sinful things in my life, but it's because I've done them. Okay. Sin is not some predestined thing that you have put on you. You choose. Uh, am I going to replace my experience of God every single day with said thing? And just because you're sinful, does that merit your need for a Messiah or a Savior? Or can becoming aware of that God source in you and literally understanding that, you know, whereas before I couldn't drink, you know, one uh, beverage, one adult beverage without it becoming a sin and me wanting another one and another one, another one, right? Now, I, you know, I take a sip of one and I don't even want it anymore. I mean, if I have a little bit, I have a little bit, but I have, it's not like my self-control is gone. It's not a sin for me because I realize the source within me and I don't want to muck that up because I'm in constant yoga, which is union or yoking with that force within me all the time, all the time, guys. Okay. Uh, Golden Wolf says, Hey, glad I could catch you. Thank you so much, Golden Wolf. Thank you guys for joining. We're at 50 of a thousand. See if we can get my aliens over here up to a thousand, guys. I really, really appreciate it if you can. Um, same thing on stars, guys. If we can get uh, about a thousand stars today, that just really, really helps what I'm doing. I appreciate it. I've had a big struggle over the last couple of weeks. So you guys can totally make it better uh, by pumping up this stream. I really appreciate it. So. Merle says, I can't drink anymore. My body and spirit will not let me. Exactly. So it's like, you don't even want, like, it's not a sin. It's just not something you do, right? Like, it's crazy. And you can get there too with anything, anything in your life. And that's why people go, well, what about unliving someone? Well, if you're really united with, and yoked with the force of God within you, you respect every piece of life on the planet as you, including plants and animals. Like the more you have gnosis of you as God and God is you, you have a God realization or a Christ consciousness realization, the more you realize like all things are connected and you're not like, you're not asking questions like, well, what about unaliving people? Oh, so nothing's a sin. So I can just go do whatever I want. 
you're asking the wrong questions because you're not there. You don't even have gnosis of it. Why would the church want this hidden? Ask yourself that. What would the benefit of holding the trademark on the Savior, no matter what denomination, tradition, religion, whatever, they all have their different versions of a Messiah, right? What's the benefit of holding the trademark on that if you're an institution like a church or like a dogmatic religious right or institution, right? Well, people come to you, right? Um, they used to literally charge for it. Now they don't so much anymore as they do what I do, which is they market, they try to deliver a message. Uh, they try to help people in the best way they can. I'm not saying anything against churches. I'm just saying you don't hear pastors getting up there going, you have the power of God within you. You uh, are the Christ. You are the enlightener of the world. Because people wouldn't go back. They'd go, wow, that's insane. I'm going to spend the rest of my life trying to figure out if that's true. Um, and that's what I want to tell you every day on this podcast, is that the Son of Man, as Jesus called himself, literally translated, literally translated means offspring of humanity. That's what it means. So why are we trying to put an icon on someone else? I really don't believe that's what Jesus wanted. I believe if he were here today, he would go, dude, why don't you get it? Why don't you get it? Like, I think that's what he was telling them. I mean, you can go read the stories over and over. Then you get into things like 1 John 1, 8. You're going to hear this at a church or with somebody arguing against me. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. That's a very, very convenient thing to say. However. This is from 1 John. 1 John was not written by most scholarly agreement by John the Apostle. Now, this was written probably 100 years between 95 and 110 AD or CE, depending on how you do your dating. Uh, the author advises Christians on how to discern true teachers by their ethics. They proclaim their proclamation of Jesus in the flesh and by their love. The original text was written in Kion Greek. The epistle is divided into five chapters. You can go look all this stuff up. Uh, so probably not written by John the Apostle, clearly, but someone pinning as him or pretending to be him. It's called pseudopigrapha, though I don't think this is specifically labeled as pseudopigrapha officially because it is canonized, but there's a lot of stuff within the biblical canon that is considered pseudopigrapha, meaning someone else wrote it. It's a pen name, I dot dot dot, but I is actually someone else. So, uh, Awesome, Merle. Thank you. I will check that out. Merle says, my TikTok video for today, I went very deep. You should check it out. It's a good message. Merle, thank you, brother. I will go check that out tonight. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Y'all go check out Merle's content as well. We got a lot of creators in here. Uh, really, really love that. I love that, that, you know, creating is one of the best ways to express your God self. Um, and I really believe that. Here's my mantra. I'm going to throw it out there just for anybody who's interested before I jump off. My mantra is, I agree that I am worthy of all good things. I believe I am one with God and God is one with me. 
and I command my authority over my life. So let me say that again. I agree that I am worthy of all good things. I believe I am one with God and God is one with me. And I command my authority over my life. Repeat that every day until you believe it and watch your life change. Challenges will come your way. I can promise you that. In fact, you'll challenge yourself over and over and over. Is it true? Is it true? Is it true? You really worthy? Are you really worthy, Cub? You really worthy, Merle? You really worthy, Adam? Are you really? Yes, I am. You really one with God? Oh, your back hurts this morning. Oh, you can't even eat cheese anymore, Mr. God. You're going to test yourself every single day. And every time you win and you master and you ace a test, you're going to level up. And if you want to level up with me, make sure you follow me, comment, like, subscribe. And number one, guys, go join into Mythos or Charisma. You can scan these QR codes. It's going to get you over there. You can also find them in the description. I'm telling you, you will thank me when you join. I can't help you just on the free podcast. I can go deep with you in the academy and I can connect deeply with you in the community. Whichever one you choose, you can get both in Charisma as a Charisma level member, or you can get just the community and the Zoom meetups. Those Zoom meetups every week are phenomenal, guys. Ask anybody. We got people that are like, I will not miss a Zoom meetup with Cub because I got to connect with the community, with our tribe, and I got to connect with Cub and I got to ask questions. And I got to have that time to fellowship with each other. Okay. We're not a church or a cult or anything weird like that. It's just a bunch of people that love the content that I make. And we've come together over a common agreement that, hey, we don't know. We think that maybe, just maybe throughout history, we've been lied to a few times. And it's time for us to explore authentically and come together as seekers of truth. And I love, love, love what we're doing. I promise you will too. If you don't love it in the first few days, hit me up. I'll get you canceled out. We'll get you taken care of. Never have I had to do that. Never have I had to do that. But I promise, I promise you're going to have a good experience and be met with love and acceptance in our community. It's a family-friendly place, which I love about it. But you can also be real. That's a, that's a really cool thing about it. Much, much different than other places you'll experience. So, So, what's that mean? There is no sin, the Savior said. Then Jesus said, it's not what goes in your mouth that defiles you, but what comes out of it. Abracadabra said the kingdom of God is within you. Doesn't come with visible signs. Ye are gods. Guys, if you listen to his message, he was, I mean, he was just all over the place with mysticism, with metaphysical data. The idea that you are one with the divine. And people didn't like that. They didn't like it back then. They don't like it now. You know, you get hit. Uh, what's uh, Joe Burke says, I always get hit with Hebrews 10.25. But I tell him I never forsake the assembly. Yeah, there you go. Absolutely, my friend. Absolutely. Honeybee says, uh, hey, great day. Got off early. Absolutely. Um, let's see. Yeah, Honeybee raising her hand. Absolutely. LJ says, exactly. Thank you, guys. Steven, what's up, brother? Steven says, 
out of this world energy on the weekend calls. Exactly, guys. Exactly. Omar said, please repeat the mantra. Okay. So it's A, B, C. This will help you remember it. A, B, C. I agree that I am worthy of all good things. I believe that I am one with God. And I command my authority over my life. So A, B, C. I agree. I believe. I command. I agree I am worthy of all good things. I believe I am one with God and I command my authority over my life. Guys, I'm telling you, if you start to believe that, oh yeah, Mr. Authority over your life, you can't even take care of your bank account. You can't even make your wife happy. You can't even make your husband happy. You can't even whatever, right? You can attest yourself on it. The reason you don't have confidence is because you keep breaking promises to yourself. So you need a better set of promises. If you're going to break promises, at least have some big dang promises and work towards not breaking those. Work towards full agreement that you deserve. You are worthy of good things. You're worthy of the house you want. You're worthy of friends that don't stab you in the back. You're worthy of peace in your life. Frank, you, Frank. Frank, thank you. I'm talking too fast today. ADD today. Frank, thank you, my brother. I appreciate the aliens. You believe you're one with God. You're going to test that a lot. You're supposed to be one with God. There shouldn't be any separation. This is all illusion. And to command authority. Those are some big promises. And I promise you on day one, you're going to break them. On day two, you're going to break them. Day three, day four. But you better get good at them. Repeat it where you memorize that A, B, C. I agree I am worthy of good things. Most of you, when you say that, go look in the mirror and say that tonight. And it's going to say, it's going to sound goofy. You're going to feel stupid. It's going to hit you in the gut. And you're going to know that you're lying to yourself. You're going to know you're lying to yourself. But keep doing it. Keep looking in the mirror. I agree. I am worthy of good things. You guys hear how confident I am? People want to know, Cub, how come everything works out for you? You got some divine favor because you read a book by a mega pastor. No. Because I'm delusional in my belief that I deserve good things. I believe God wants good things for me. And I believe I am one with God. I am God and God is me. I am. Ego exists. And I command authority over my life. I don't like my bank account. Authority. I don't like my marriage. Authority. It's your fault. You don't like your marriage. You don't need to go look for someone else. You better fall in love with that person. Unless you're in like a scary, bad safety issue relationship. I get that. I, I, you know, I, I totally support your... But I'm just saying, most of us, oh, my marriage is stale. Been married so long. It's your fault. Because you haven't commanded authority over that. You haven't brought the heat. You haven't brought the fire back. Joe says, yes, Cub. Love it. Thank you, Joe. Wes, what's up, my brother? I hope you're having a beautiful day, my friend. Thank you for joining. Judy, what's up, Judy? How are you? Thank you. Reump says, we are not originally sinful. Amen, brother. Again, I'm going to plug him again. Go check out my good buddy, Bob Peck 
Original Sin is a Lie is his book, OriginalSinIsALie.com. He doesn't even know I'm talking about it right now. I just like to hook up my friends and family. Go check it out. Thank you, guys. Y'all join. Seriously, if you want more of this, just wait till you get on the weekend calls. You also get the archive if you can't join on the weekends. Um, and if there's a better time for everyone during the week, we can shift it to that. They also have a book club tonight, so you can connect with more people on the book club going on tonight, on Wednesday nights. Uh, Steven says, reading it right now. Awesome. Uh, so yeah, y'all go get involved, okay? I can only help you as much as you're willing to get involved. You want to claim authority over your life? Make a decision to change your life. I don't care if you join my community or someone else's or whatever it is, but get yourself in a situation, in a position where you have this energy surrounding you, bombarding you, and completely encompassing your life. Okay, that's the only way we change. We don't change on our own, hoping for a better tomorrow. We change by reprogramming our positioning, our situations, our mindset, our emotions, our thoughts, our beliefs, everything about our life. If you ever got into a relationship and they're like, oh, they tried to change me. Good. You needed to be changed. I needed to be changed. My wife tries to change me all the time. I don't let her change the parts of me that I love, but I know there's some parts of me that are just not pretty. They're not fun. They're annoying. And I let her change those. Well, I'll let her try. I'm not always good at taking the change. But I'm telling you guys, you got to reprogram. You need to put yourself in an ecosystem. The churches, I don't think the churches have been doing it. Okay. They'll, they'll build an ecosystem. You got small groups and stuff. That's fine. But I'm talking about a fundamental, where are you propped up? You don't believe you can change the world because everybody's telling you to give your power to something else. Give your power to the church. Give your power to Jesus. Give your power to God. Give your power to this. What about you being the power of God, the hands and feet of God on this earth? When you start getting this, you can't drive past someone who's hurting and look at them and go, oh, God will help them. When I was in the church, guys, I was I was a God will help. Oh, Lord, help them. I'm going to be a prayer warrior for them. I'm going to pray for them. I'm go, oh Lord, put your hand of mercy on that. Go be the hand of mercy. Okay. I got kits I'm working on putting together that are uh code blue kits that we're going to be taking out to the homeless when it gets freezing here in West Texas. And it does. This may be December, January. I don't know. Whenever it gets the, the worst cold, I'm taking these out. They've got some food, some water, emergency blankets, hand warmers. Hats, gloves, scarves, all the things. They may even have sleeping bags in them by the time I'm done. We've got a dozen of these I'm putting together, and we're going to go give them away to people. When I see someone in need, I'm going to fill that need. Hi, are you done? Are you are you coming? My dog is telling me i got to get off the live that it's dinner time because it's getting dark outside. And she believes it's time to eat when it's dark. So I got I see a need right here. My dog, y'all see my puppy. I got to go fill the need, which means her bowl. So I love you guys. Honeybee says, thank you, Cub. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Asa, for being here. How are you doing? Sonia says, you are a very cool dude. I love how you aren't afraid to push the limits and share in your beliefs, even though some of your ideas make people uncomfortable. Yep. King of that. Uh, you have to go past your comfort zone in order to find truth. Sonia, thank you so much, my friend. I really appreciate you. Um, and I don't try to make people uncomfortable on purpose. That's just a byproduct of, you know, push, push into it, push, try to find the truth, ask the hard questions, 
the biggest problem we have in society right now, in my humble opinion, is we don't ask bigger, better questions. We're still asking the same boring questions. We need better questions, bigger questions. So go out, ask the questions, make a change, guys. Make a change in you, and you're going to start seeing the world change. So I love you guys. Remember, I'm worthy of all good things. I believe I am one with God, and I command my authority over my life. I love you guys. Teresa, thank you. Asa, Sonia, Rebecca, Stephen, Merle, thank you. Uh, Honeybee, thank you, Joe. Thank you, Frank. Thank you. Who else did we have? A lot of people. Thank you, guys. I'm sure I missed everybody. Thank you guys for watching over here on, on Insta as well. I love you guys. God bless you. I will see you tomorrow. Peace.